Welcome back to another episode of the Greater Podcast, a podcast where millennials can share their stories, struggles, and endeavors all for the sole purpose of inspiring others to let God be greater. We have the whole team back. Yo. In action. It's lit. It's um, good, folks. Yeah. So are we going to do an introduction or? I don't know. I just, I just introduced myself. Let's start so. with Sam. Okay. Give, wow, him, give him a little something. All right. I want to be where you are <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with dancing <laughs> Baby, it's so romantic Gabriel? Yeah, I've, I've just gave I'm the blue guy, that's it That's blue. Tried. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's all And, and last oh, but not Sam least. is finished, so I'm going to just go ahead And <laughs> introduce myself as Remy So Remy is bad because Sam took his song Yes, man um, You didn't even do the hook, bruh yeah, I didn't want to kill, you know what I'm saying? I didn't want to throw any, uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what I'm saying. But, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're finished. We got, we got Remy back. Times. Remy's been... Hey. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 I'm back from my quote-unquote outside endeavors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Other endeavors. He had a bag. But nah, fam. Mo Digger was wild and saying, we got to talk about that, son. We got to address that, bro. Tell us more. Dang. I made notes. What's on your heart? So like, nah, has um, notes. He said he made <laughs> notes, y'all. He, he brought his phone. No, out. he's really about to come to screen, Nick. I don't have too many notes on uh, the negatives, but I looked at Rap Genius. I saw a couple of lyrics. I saw a couple of missing lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, dang, there was missing I'm lyrics. I'm sleep. Kills. A couple of question marks, man. Dang. But nah, nah, nah. nah. Oh, his, his, his latest man. song, Christ, though. Dang. So we not about to come. <laughs> Hey. Oh man! Hey yo, hey yo, Sagna. <laughs> I'm yeah. chilling. Nah, 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 but Sagna, shout out to Mo son. She uh, did a lit interview in my absence. Um, yeah. Uh, I definitely mess with the fact that she's actually starting her own uh, brand from the ground up. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that uh, she's able to like be transparent. Like I checked out her last video uh, with her mans, and it was basically talking about how like, what would you do if somebody cheated? And you don't really see too many uh, Christian people with their own brands talking about things like that. And um, everybody else held it down. Like I appreciate you guys, man. man, man. Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, that one was about to be split. funny because y'all just had Sam here. Wow, wow. So, I mean, <laughs> Remy's inspired by all my jokes. Okay, and, and, all his, and <laughs> so all the reason why Remy is funny is because of me. You know, he steals all wow. my jokes. Apparently, Sam you know gave saying? birth to me. I mean, apparently, <laughs> Remy. Uh, it's okay. We're not going to go there. That's for another day. But okay. anyways, you know, the team yeah. is back. Well, well, I do got one more thing to say. Oh. In my absence, when I went to uh, Toronto, Canada, it was it was a very good time. But I realized when I traveled, like I just don't be taking pics, bro. Mm. Like when I when I got back, I just like why didn't I take any flicks? And I kind of got a couple hundred likes memories. on the gram. Could have flicked it up, you know what I'm saying? Flex one time. You know, it's got low. Or maybe you were actually enjoying the trip. Yes, mm. but my thing is like every time I like. Give my phone to my man's and ask him to take a pic. I feel like a douche. You feel weird, right? Yeah, yeah, like it's just like who am I? I think like, I think I was in the Unless unless my man's like takes pictures, like when Sam takes pictures, I'll be like, that's what he does. Right. So it's okay. He's a photographer. And then when you ask your man, you ain't never really done stuff like that. that yeah, it's like flip, you look awkward. me up for the gram. They be laughing at you while you try to pose. It's really but honestly, you're better off asking a stranger because like as your man taking your picture, like you're not gonna get a good picture because you're gonna laugh. He's gonna cook you. So you might as well just. Action right. stranger, honestly. Like, when would he be like, here, take your phone back? It'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you just give it up. Slurry just, you just d- get discouraged. That's kind of what happens. No more pictures the entire trip. Bruh. But yeah, we can get back to the podcast. But yeah, we back. We had a lot of good reviews, and a lot of back. great reviews on Mo Digger's episode. Um, shout out to her again. Yeah. This week, we don't have no guests. No guests. Sorry, guys. No You're going to have to listen to us for like but 30 it's, minutes. It's just us four. And, you know, but I promise you enjoy. We're going to talk about some real, some hot things. That have been happening in the community. 
in the world, I should say. So, we got a couple hot topics for you. We're going to start it off. We're going to have Gabe start it off. Yeah, man. So, this week, our overarching theme is to talk about uh, secular things mixing in Christian environment. So, mm. quote you know, unquote. Right. Quote unquote, air quotes, here it goes. And then mixing in Christian environment. So, you know, those songs that, you know, uh, either a Christian artist has featuring, you know, a quote unquote secular artist or a secular artist has featuring, uh, you know, a Christian artist and those kind of collaborations. Not only music, it happens a lot of music, um, but it also happens to other places. But we're just going to highlight some of the ones that we've seen and kind of just the opinions of it and what what does a millennial Christian think about these right. things, you know? So, yeah. And we put quote unquote because these are a lot of the boxes that people like to put on artists or in my opinion I think if you're an artist you're an artist you're, you're not if you're an artist who's Christian you're an artist who's Christian if you're an artist who's not Christian you're an artist who's not Christian I don't think well this is my opinion I don't think it should be like oh he's a secular artist oh he's a Christian artist I think you're an artist and then you know whatever yeah you know what I'm saying but because, yeah. because as soon as you put a box on somebody you'll mm-hmm. start having these expectations for them yeah. as soon as they step outside that box you'll be looking at them in a funny way it's like mm-hmm. you wouldn't want somebody putting that box on you like based on your job or based on what you do because yeah. as soon as you try to step out of that people are looking at you like wait you don't do this and that's kind of the way that some of these Christian artists are viewed so that's why they try to stray from that because they don't want to be in that box yeah right. people do not like labels um, especially artists people evolve so like the same person I was a year ago it's not the same person I am today. So it's just like for anyone to put another person in the box as far as like a label. Um, yeah, you're confining that person to kind of live up to those expectations. Me as an artist, I don't label myself as a Christian artist. I'm a Christian. I love God. I believe in Jesus Christ. But I'm still an artist at the end of the day. You know, when you look at the things that I create, you may not know if I'm a Christian or not, honestly. But that's okay because I'm not doing things for Christians. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So the point of my artistry is to kind of like reach everyone, honestly, and right. everyone will perceive it differently. So exactly. I'm really huge on stepping outside of the box. And that's why I respect like a lot of different artists who are Christians who do step outside of the box, despite what other people have to say. You know, people are always going to talk and say what they have to say. But I mean, at the end of the day, you're doing what the Lord has called you to do right. and you're living your dream. Right. And don't let anyone stop you from Shout doing out, what you're called to do. Why is Shout out to Sam Simbanutu just put out a lit visual today he um if you don't know follow him on instagram at samson benutu to see his latest visual <laughs> that's s-a-m-s-o-n-b-i-n-u-t-u it's very lit very nah lit. the joint is actually a1 um, oh, wow. i'm proud Thank of you bro you, guys. you know what i'm saying guys, i remember man. your videos used to look crusty no i'm just kidding wow, I mean, you always, you always <laughs> your quality matched the time you know that's a good way well, to, so, that's a great way to I, put I, it. I appreciate as that, he you know. upgrades his instruments and his cameras you know man, what i'm saying his man. videos are upgraded yeah he invests wow. in the crap secure the bag thank you guys so much you know you gotta affirm your mask People. I appreciate it. I so appreciate if your friends are doing do. something good, make sure you affirm them in it because, you know, though it may be an, they, you may feel like they automatically, you know, think you're doing well mm-hmm. or whatever, they still need to hear it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A uh, little post can go a long way, friends. Yeah. yeah. But don't be out here advertising nonsense. If you know your man, it's not If you know they stink, <laughs> just let them stink you know, by you know, themselves. Let them know they stink. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely just, let them know they stink. Please, please don't allow them to just stay yeah, in their mess. Don't allow your friends to really stink. Oh my gosh. So that's not the move. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Um, but so I know I just wanna um <laughs> inspire I just wanna people. rolly 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 boy. Sorry, Moses <laughs> Sky Remy distracting me. <laughs> but um no honestly I just wanna inspire everyone, every creative to just really follow their dreams because 
I mean, I was told many times, especially in college, that I should like change my major, that you know, this major doesn't pay, da 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 da. And I was really in a place where I just didn't know what I was called to do or who I was called to be. And it was really frustrating because I saw my peers, you know, like excelling in what they were, you know, what they were gifted at. And myself, I didn't have a hobby. Like my hobby was freestyling. Some of you know, some of you don't know. You know, a lot of my inner circle friends, they know, they heard some of my freestyles. They're gone from the internet forever. You may be able to find it if you look closely. Um, But I just want to always inspire people to follow your dream. No matter what limitations or restrictions that you have, you can always work with what you have. Um, And yeah, don't let no one, um, yeah, stop you from being you. Like, it's strictly just, my work is to inspire people. That's like strictly... Not, that's not the purpose, but it's a part of what I do to inspire other people. So, and All if right, you ever no want to hear me. the raw, uncut Samson Benutu songs, I got a couple on my phone. I'm not gonna play them out loud on here because you know. You know what? I'm gonna <laughs> drop it for a Throwback Thursday on IG. Don't, bro. No, we're not gonna. I'm gonna lose a lot of my yeah, Christian followers. Might but, lose everybody. You know what I'm saying? At least I'm being transparent. It's popping. But anyways, we gonna get to this. We gonna get to this first hot topic. So. The first one, we had a little, a slight discussion about it before this podcast. Yeah, man. Um, we try to save all of it for this moment right here. So, Elevation Church did their own. If you don't know, Elevation Church is a church in uh, North Carolina, Charlotte, um, led by Pastor Stephen Furtick. It's uh, a campus. It has, I think, about 14, 15 campuses now spread all the way mm-hmm. in North Carolina, South Carolina. I know they have some in Virginia. I think one in Canada. They everywhere. They're everywhere. A very they're popular church. So they're doing a series called Battle Bars and Battles, and the first week of the series, they opened up with a cover of Ultralight Beam by Kanye West, <laughs> and it had a lot of hits, a lot of hits. Also, a lot of controversy. Yeah. yeah. So I. So I'm a. I'm a. Open the I'll, floor. I'll share my. You know what I'm saying. I think we were talking earlier, and it seems like you know, like. Um, you know, like, I, I think I was the only one who didn't like it. I don't know. Disagreeing thoughts. But, I mean, the singers were good, you know what I'm saying? But the idea, what I was what I, what I was talking about earlier was just kind of like the idea of, like, an institution such as a church kind of taking uh, what, would, what you would consider a secular song and then, you know, like, trying to, like, represent it um, at, at their church at a service. I just don't really love the idea of it. I'm not going to say if it's right or wrong because I'm not, you know, the one setting the standards. But to me, it was just weird because, like, I was saying that uh, if an artist redoes a secular song, right? Um, if a Christian artist redoes a secular song, I think that that's that's chill. Um, I think that that's not as controversial or whatever the case is. But when the institution of a church, like an actual church, goes and reproduces a secular song it's kind of like what you guys have you know your own material on top of the church like elevation church from what i understand they only on sundays they sing their original songs so i every mean from, from what i know then they'll come you know and drop a little bit of uh hill song or a little bit of bethel or jesus culture but for the most part they're doing their own songs. okay well yeah so i'm like okay so this church that already sings their own original songs is now like I, I I mean if somebody came and told me, Oh, it's to relate to other people, I'd be like, Well, you know, like was Jesus doing, you know, like things like was he doing stuff like that in order to uh and when I say stuff like that I mean like but he was a person not I don't know. Anyway, so I would just say like, because I was gonna say he was a church he was a person not 
you know, a church building or whatever the case is, but he is the body, you know, the, the church is the body of Christ. All right. And so, you know, like, to me, yeah, right. So to me, I'm just kind of like, I don't think, I think Jesus was with people, was with people who weren't necessarily Christians, which is cool, in their company, which is cool. But I don't think Jesus would have used, um, you know, like, singing a song of Pontius Pilate or something like that <laughs> in order to distribute a message. You uh-huh. know, he would maybe note it, um, but not reproduce. If Pontius Pilate gave an address or something, like he, he stated something, um, and I'm about to wrap up for time here, but like, I don't wrap think, up, I don't man. think. Wrap it up, <laughs> Wrap it up, I don't think I don't think Jesus would have been like, redid Pontius Pilate's speech and then made a holy version of it or something like that, you know. Um, so I love it. Oh, I think it's a great way to, in my opinion, I'm thinking, look, if I'm if I'm not Christian, if I you know don't know nothing about Elevation Church and somebody sends this to me and they're like, oh, it's an ultralight beam cover. In my mind, I'm thinking, hmm, what what is this church doing that they have ultralight beam as a cover? Let me go maybe check them out and see, you know, what the pastor is about. And some people might have done that. And then... You're reaching people that you may not have reached ever before just because of the song. So, off of that, I liked it. Looking at the context of why they did it, they started a new series called Bars and Battles, like I said. And the new series is basically a uh, sermon series that is exploring what it really looks like to be honest, raw, and real with God through the psalms that he wrote. We'll take in... Well, I'm reading. I'm reading his word for word. So if it sounds like I am, I am. We'll take we'll take an uncensored look at King David's life and see the that our praise doesn't always have to be pretty. So taking it to, I think I listened to a little bit of the first uh, sermon. It was talking about the best rapper alive, and it was talking about like how Psalms is like lit lyrics, and this is like a great way to relate it and a great opening to the whole sermon series that will attract a lot of people. In my opinion, that's what I think. So. Uh, I've been waiting. So, <laughs> <laughs> so my Remy, thing is, Remy and Gabe had a, yeah, a pretty. Be, you know, before he, we uh, got on the actual podcast, and started recording. I just asked Gabe uh, his main what, what his main issue with it was, and he may correct me if I'm wrong. It felt like the messenger of the original, like the source of the music, was pretty much the issue that he had with um, the rendition. But my thing is, I just I just felt like. If that song was intended to glorify God, which, according to Kirk Franklin, Chance the Rapper, and Kanye, when they said it, that's what they were set out to do. I feel like a church, just like a pastor, when he does a sermon, he makes references that could be, quote unquote, worldly, like a worldly movie or a worldly right. song or whatever, and put that in his message or whatever. I feel like these, this church can do that right. as long as it's not like super inappropriate. It might not right. go strictly according to doctrine, but I don't feel like they're breaking any rules. Right. I do feel like... People might look at it as like, oh, they're trying to look like the world so they can attract more people. I'm not saying that's right. I'm not saying that's wrong. But I don't think them making this song and making this rendition is necessarily bad. It's just like, you're, if you're looking at the messenger, like, I feel like if Kanye were to, to if Kanye were to now say today I'm saved, like, would it be different? I and, I I don't I wouldn't be like, oh, I accept it now. Like, <laughs> and if, I, but if he made no, a new song, I wouldn't. No, if he made a new song, if, 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 if after that point in time, if he then now said, okay, I'm a Christian artist, you know what I'm saying, or whatever the case is, and then the church took his, you know, like song, I think that, I think I personally would be more accepting of it. Mm. But in the place that we are now. Where his, I mean, I understand I mean, condemnation, I th- I fam. I don't, I don't think it's condemnation. And I feel like I, I also think. feel like that 
because you said elevation church, they don't normally do this. Like you mm-hmm. might be boxing them in. Like they might no, be trying I, to do I'm something just saying, new. I'm just saying a church that seems to have, from my standing, you know, that's why I always tense it with like me. Nah, but a church, gay. you know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't want to be like, oh, this is the general rule because nah, you know what I'm saying. Nah, I, ain't, I ain't nobody. There's a lot of nuances around, out here. You know what I'm saying? But if a church that you know usually does original songs, mm-hmm. you know, out here now doing a song by a secular artist, it's just mm-hmm. kind of like. I mean, oh. I think, I mean, for real, for real, it wasn't a part of their worship set. Let's just be clear. It wasn't a part of their oh, worship no, set. No, they just nah, bust out nah. They didn't do Ultra Light Beam <laughs> as one of the worship <laughs> songs. No, 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 no. It was an intro to Pastor Stephen Furtick's new sermon yeah. series. Me, personally, yeah. I don't see anything wrong with taking... Well, I mean, the song originally, like Remy said, was meant to glorify God. Yeah. But even if it wasn't, I believe in... You know, being able to use something that's intended, you know, for worldly purposes right, and be right. able to turn it around to glorify God. Exactly. That's how music, that's how everything is. Like, everything in this world, for the most part, is kind of intended for it to be worldly, for the most part. And I feel like there's nothing wrong with, like I said, just being able to take that and run with it to glorify God. Now, I mean, I, like a, I mean a lot of people have their different views on what that means or what that looks like. But as far as like Elevation Church, I respect them so much because they do think outside of the box. That's right. exactly why many churches right. look up to them because of because of that. Like artistry, Pastor Stephen Furtick, he really prioritizes art and visuals. It's really important to him, and he makes sure that it comes across in his church. And I just feel like you know, like like Moses said earlier, like it's going to attract a lot of people who've never heard about the church, but of course who heard about the song. Even if you type Ultra Light Beam, I think. The uh, Elevation Church comes up. I'm not sure, but that's like another way to really just like attract people, reach more people. You know, so it's just like nowadays we are in you know um, the modern times and what church looks like. You know, it's changing. What church can be is changing. So I mean, I definitely see nothing wrong with it. I mean, but at the same time, I can understand like why people do. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's in, it's 2017, and churches are really like trying to think of different ways to reach people, right? Um, and still going to find God. I remember the- when uh, I was talking to somebody. It was a long time ago when I was trying to. Like figure out what type of music I listen to. Like I listen to secular now, but that was before. And she, I, I don't really like Christian rap, but I was trying it out. And there was a whole bunch of Christian artists that would take beats from like Kanye and Jay Z and whatever, and then they would rap on it. And they would rap like Christian rap. And yeah. then I asked them, "Oh, is it cool for me?" Like because they were somebody I looked at as a spirit, like spiritual authority. And uh, I said, "Is this cool to listen to at the time?" And then they said, "Nah," because they said, "If this." Uh, Artists made it with the not not with the intention to glorify God, then it's dirty. And this mm-hmm. artist doesn't have the power that. to clean that up. And that that just really didn't what? sit right with me. Right. Well, so that that, that, that sounds like the like Pharisees. that's just presenting. Yeah, they, that's, they that, that sounds fair. Yeah. They said like that. That's they, what, what, they, what, it, what it seemed like what it seemed like they were saying was if they present this to God, it's still dirty. But I'm like, mm-hmm. son, nah, it's a nah, I feel like it's a beat. The God who renews. At the end of the day, the Lord looks at the heart. Like what what was the intention behind what you did? It's the yeah. intention that matters. So on the outside, right. it may be like, oh, he's trying to blend in with the world or whatever, whatever. But if someone heard their song and because of the song, they gave their life to Christ or it drew them closer to Christ, then the job was done. It was a win. You know what I'm saying? It was definitely a win. So At the end of the day, the church, and I say the church is, you know, us is, as individuals in the church in general, we are called, or the church in general is for the unchurched. So this means that People that normally wouldn't come to church, this is what church should be. It shouldn't be for, oh, people that come, this is somewhere where we gather and, you know, we're coming here and we're only accepting ourselves. And if we do something that we don't like, you know, da, da, da. the church is meant to relate to the people that wouldn't normally come to church. I see this as something that, you know, brought, like Sam said, could have brought somebody to church and um, got them saved, got them knowing, you know, they're real creator Jesus Christ. And if it 
takes maybe doing a cover or doing something unconventional that you might not see at a church that is maybe content in just doing the normal, you know, only Christian music, then uh, I'll do that. So that's what yeah, I rest I mean, my case on that. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I definitely understand what Remy was saying, though, as far as like, I, I don't think when you take something that is unclean and then bring it to the Lord, it's like, oh, no, it's permanently unclean or right. anything like that. But then I don't are, think the song can't be, you know, changed for I good. I think you got to do it well, too. You can't they just even take, took out Chance's verse, like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, his verse was kind of I mean, they weren't about to play his verse, <laughs> yeah. like, you know. Like, for example, see. not to, like, switch, but to kind of switch, there was a clip um, of a church. Um, there was a clip of a church with the kids dancing to uh, the story of O.J., the real story of OJ or the story of OJ by Jay-Z. Um, mm. And in the hook, it says the N-word repeatedly, mm. um, you know, or whatever. And so for me, supposedly everybody only saw the clip that said the N-word, so they didn't get to see the whole video right. that kind of, I guess, laid the foundation for them excusing them playing that song. But for me, like, in that kind of sense, even, I don't really care what you're, like, trying because it was, like, old people in that congregation for them to, for, like, the N-word to be spewed so right. many times in the church where it's supposed to be you know like it's kind of like man you know like was this okay for real or you know it just seemed a little too far i think it depends on like the demographic of your church um because at the end of the day like you don't want to be dictated i mean it's good to kind of like keep in consideration the kind of people that go to your church because that's going to kind of like allow you to kind of like figure out what the culture should be but I mean, for the old people who were, I mean, they may not understand right. what was going on. But at it the end of the day, it's just like, like if you're concerned, then you can, you know, ask whoever, you know, maybe younger, and ask them like, you know, what does this mean, or even right. talk to the pastor directly. There's nothing wrong with answer, asking questions. I feel like people are afraid to ask questions. Right. If you don't understand something or you have a problem with something, just ask the person why they did it. If they provide you with an answer, cool. If they don't provide you with an answer, cool. But at the end of the day, it's just like. We are in the modern times. Like things are changing. I'm not saying like the church is the church should look more and more like the world because I mean, God forbid that happens. Yeah. But it's like people are just trying to find new ways to like creatively um, showcase you know, the love of God. So I mean, yeah, and yeah. you can do it well. You know, Don't well. just go out there and do any type of cover and just. I know a church did a Hotline Bling covers and that joint was really trash. How can you- Oh man, I'm tired. I know they use, I they use the instrumental. I know all that. Really and they try just, I'm thinking about like what what lyrics did they pick out of that I song? Know. That I know when Jesus rings. He's coming back. <laughs> I, I just thought he coming back. Second coming, y'all. But do it well. Do it with excellence. Have it thought out. Have the right motives behind doing it, and do it well. You know, just don't do it because you see another church doing it. Like, oh, this you know this could work for us. No. You have to really think about it, pray on it. If God's leading you to do that, then do it. So, yeah. On to the next. So, there's been a lot of uh, quote-unquote Christian artists and quote-unquote secular artists teaming up recently. And I know one of them, Tasha Cobbs featuring Nicki Minaj. This, now, this song hasn't come out yet. I think it's called I'm Getting Ready. Ooh, what you getting ready for, girl? <laughs> get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get, get ready. ready. Oh, yeah, man. So we have that 
And then we have uh, Lecrae and Ty Dolla Sign. They had their song Blessings that Blessings just came blessed, out. Dolla Sign. Which I think, I think it's kind of tough. We watched the music video. I wasn't a fan of the song, but it was cool. I think it was chill. It was chill. It wasn't I think because like, I don't like Lecrae I, that yeah, much. I, 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 I can't music. get with Lecrae, yeah. man. So, I, I mean, look, his Lecrae. verses. I used to. I mean, he's got to clip them on the last podcast. Once again, Lecrae. I did. You're still right. You're still welcome, bro. You and Sam could duke it out. You know, y'all can have y'all conversation. I mean, you got like two times bigger than me. You know? Yeah, I'm saying, but, you know, you're still welcome, bro. Nah, I mean, the Tasha Cobbs, Nicki Minaj thing. I really want to hear it. Honestly, I think, I think that's absurd. Like, I'm <laughs> that's just me. Like, I just, right. I'm just like, like I, yo, what? You know what I'm saying? Water and oil literally, like, mixing. I mean, you so know you, what I'm saying? Do you, like, think, do you think, like, this? Think So, like, take Nicki Minaj's songs, right? Like take her songs, take her verses. In the past, take. Every day is new, right? Be renewed, fam. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Up until recently, just take the, the race with China. You know what I'm saying? All of that with the race with China. Anaconda. All that, all that. Bro. Just take it. Watch Anaconda. And just take and then Whoa. and then take Tasha Cobbs. Right? I'm not saying they they could be friends. You know what I'm saying? You wow. know all that. I'm not. But they can't make music. No, no, no. Together. I'm just saying. I don't think hey, that a Nicki a Nicki Minaj. Verse. I felt like the two Tasha Cobbs game cranking out out the whip. You know what I'm saying? I'm not playing it. You I know mean, so I don't let me so. let me ask you something. So if someone decides to okay, I'm gonna sing a song about sex or whatever, right? Let's and then the next time they make a song is about yeah. God, but they still haven't fully given life to Christ. Do you feel like that song is not valid? I'm not saying the song isn't valid. I'm I think it's about the collaboration. They going through some things. That's R. Kelly, pretty much. That's just R. Kelly. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Wait, you don't get a shout out. We're not shouting you out on the podcast. We want him. Look. We're not shouting out our cat on this podcast. Take that all back. Yo. Take it all back. Sorry, we're going to take it all back. Please, no. We do not condone anything R. Kelly. Those are not Hey, fam. I was just saying, shout out yeah. that Jesus loves him. Okay, man. all right. Shout out lovers. Shout out But Kelly. the person's like rap or whatever is still valid, though. It's not valid, but you also have to. It is filter. valid. <laughs> it can't be valid. <laughs> what oh, you I mean, it's not valid. I meant to say it can't be valid, but at the same time, you can't just take anything and just, oh, you made Christian Joe. Next Joe they drop is, you know, even worse than the first one about set. I mean, Kanye does it all the time. Though. Does he? How so? Ultra Light Beam. Was that not intended to glorify God? Then the next track, literally, what was the next track on this album? The next track, regardless of what it was, it was OC. So, I mean, it's getting, to, it's getting to the times where people are making godly tracks and OC tracks, like sexual tracks, on the same album. Right, but is that not okay? So, because it's becoming more of a thing. I'm not saying it's okay, but I'm right. just saying, like, for that individual track can it still stand by itself as a track that's glorifying god yeah i think i mean like i think people can still take a track like jesus walks no matter what uh like kanye has let out and say oh that's a song that glorifies god you know like or whatever but it i don't think that just means like okay let's let's play that let's play jesus walk in church or something well, wait, here's like, here's the thing though off the strength it's a, so it's, it's, the song is Tasha Cobbs featuring Nicki Minaj. So I'm pretty sure whatever album she puts this on, the content of it, regardless mm-hmm. of who the artist is, oh yeah, she's going to it's going to rap mean, about that. I mean, Nicki not about so regardless she's not about talking about the race right. with China. So even if we're talking about joke. even if we're talking about the contrast between like on one track gospel <laughs> and then the next track sex, this album, this 
project, I'm sure is good. the whole thing's gonna go over. I think I think it's a re- representation yeah. thing, you know, to an extent. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, like I'm not but saying that means like picking and choosing. Yeah, yeah, no. I I mean, I think that she's not fit. I don't think it's I don't think it's bad to be like seen with people who are like publicly, well, yeah, you know, like because, in the I mean, world Jesus or whatever. Cause, yeah, Jesus did that. Everybody, but boy. now now when you you know like mix the craft. I just don't know that that like rep, like representation. I, I just don't know that it you know. And I'm saying I don't know um, that it's it's the best image for the church. Now, of course, that makes the world a little really? more comfortable with the church. Like, oh, mm. Nicki Minaj is on you know Tasha Cobb's mm. album. I'm about to listen to this Tasha Cobb song, and you know I might get ministered to because um, I'm not going to say there aren't people that it would it wouldn't touch because I think it would touch certain people. Yeah. But I don't think. Oh, just because it'll touch people means it's okay. Yeah. You know what I'm my, saying? Like my thing is, I feel like we haven't seen like the result of like what happens right. from this song. Right? I Has feel it, like her inviting it, Nicki Minaj. You never know what that could do. Not for right. like the people. It, what what it could do for Nicki Minaj? She could literally like I'm not. I don't know. But yeah. She could literally like it's turn the leaf or be more open to God. You never yeah, know. Her music easy. could change off this because Tasha Cobbs. She can obviously be a powerful woman of God, and she could talk to her. She could evangelize to her or whatever. And like this. Project this song could work wonders for her, right. so we never really know. I just feel like we shouldn't turn somebody down right, just because right, right. they're a the type of person who makes a certain type of song. It's like if Jerry Lorenzo was like, "Okay, I do fear of God," then there's another art, there's another designer or whatever who is of the world or whatever, like completely of the world. He's gonna be like, "No, nah, I can't collab with you because of right, who you are." Right, right, I'm right, like, right. It's, even though it's a song compared to clothing, it's still the same thing. It's a collaboration, right, I think, right, in right. my opinion. I think at the end of the day, this could be like it could go. I mean, I can't see it going wrong. If you yeah. get some church people mad, they Unless know. Nicki they Minaj know. get on that joint and be like, "Anaconda." Like, <laughs> okay, I don't, yeah. I don't see it going wild. If they, if they do OC things, then yeah, it's going yeah. bad. But at the end yeah. of the day, the worst thing that might happen is some church folks get mad. They know God already. They know Jesus. They're gonna be all right. And I think another thing people are doing pick. is they're trying to like I guess conversation starters are kind of like doing things that's gonna get yeah, people to talk. Provocative. So when you see the name Tasha Cobbs and Nicki Minaj. In the same sentence, you're like, click it. You're like, whoa, like, what is this? Like, I have to listen to this. So I feel like that's what people are starting to do right. nowadays. They're collabing with people who people would whole, normally would not expect them to collab with. Whole time, Nicki may only have like one word at the beginning. Exactly. And, but at the end of the day, I mean, if somebody is drawn to listen to that just because Nicki Minaj's name on it and you know something it's I don't maybe the song's song. about Christ but they yeah. thought it was about Nicki Minaj's you know her love infatuation with anacondas you know what I'm saying chill out man <laughs> you know this hey. is that but somebody might meet God right where they're listening to exactly. that song you never really know just because they saw Nicki Minaj I don't know and it really and is Nicki a thing of li- so, oh go ahead, go ahead. No, you're good. Oh, it really is a thing of looking at the messenger because notice how we're, we're all talking about the Nicki Minaj more than the Ty Dolla Sign joint that's just because right. Ty right. Dolla Sign he, he, he may be OC but like he's not as big as Nicki I mean, Minaj. Nah, I mean, right, I, mean I think you know I think this one is more shocking. That's why, yeah, the, yeah, like yeah. The, con- was, the 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 quote unquote cro- like, contradiction. Cray, you know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah, I'm I'm thinking <laughs> now I'm thinking now I'm thinking like okay when when the when the okay. word talks about being unequally yoked, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm thinking now. I don't think it's just limited to. Uh, I don't think it's just limited relationships. to relationships, uh, like uh, romantic relationships. I think sometimes it can reside in business partnerships as far as, you know, like, um, you like know, different things. things. Yeah, 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 like ethical things. And it's not now like, okay, you're, you know, you're like, I love you. You know, we could be seen out together. I don't want to say like that because that sounds mm-hmm. really wild. We can be seen out together like your friends are your friends. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But like, no um, matter what, you know, like, yeah, but it's now like, okay. 
now this craft that I dedicate to God, now I'm gonna, you know, I, I just, right. I just personally don't know if it's, you know, like, you know, I would have to ask God how does He feel about those things, right. you know, whatever. But if this is God led and Spirit led, then I'm all for it. Yeah, but. Also, you have to think of, does this match? Like, is this something that is forced or is this something that's, you know, that just happened to be God-led and God, like, spirit-led? Honestly, I think it's all marketing and advertisement. Like, if you're trying to get some coins, you're going to do what you got to do to draw people to your stuff. So, I, like like I said, when people see those two names together, they're automatically thinking, what the heck? Yeah, and like Moses said, like, Nicki Minaj literally can have one word, but she's still featured on it. You know what I'm saying? So, they can literally say one thing. Or even like make a I don't know a whisper, but they're still con, you know considered <laughs> she be a feature. The whole song. Yeah, she probably saying mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's probably all she has is little ad libs. But she still featured. As you can tell, the song hasn't come out as the time that we're recording this. But we're just we still wanted to talk about it because literally when Gabe, so we have a chat, and Gabe put this in the chat as a topic that we could talk about. Literally, all three of us were like, "What?" And we tried to go and listen to the song, and we saw that it wasn't out yet. And only like two or three. I, mean, songs. I had thought I had thought they they like took it down or something. Everything you know, I Google just there. showed a whole bunch of people Uproar. just like all up in a panties in a bunch and whatnot, like just kirking about the collaboration without actually hearing the song. So that's my. It's just a, it was just a lot of prejudice because y'all don't really know what it sounds like. Right. right. Yeah. I think another. I think I think another interesting situation was um, even like um, when Molly Music uh, originally was like. Uh, Hold on, I wanted to read the uh, verse for the Anuguli Yoke, you know what I'm saying, just to put it there, you know, whatever. Cover your ears. So, um, yeah, you know, um, bless y'all ears real quick. So it says, um, and I'll read what's before it, too. So even the section is called Be Holy. So um, from 2 Corinthians 6, 14, mm. sorry, 11. Ooh, we so, got scripture, 2 Corinthians uh, 6, 11. So it says, O Corinthians, we have spoken openly to you. Our heart is wide open. You are not restricted by us, but you are restricted by your own affections now in return for the same i speak to you as children you are you also be open do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness and what communion has light with darkness and what accord has christ with belial or what part has a believer with an unbeliever and what agreement has the temple of god with idols for you are the temple of the living God, as God has said it. I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean, and I will receive you. I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. So, you know what I'm saying? Welcome back. All right. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. So, you could, you know, you could, you could, just, y'all are funny. We just had church, we just had church for a couple are seconds. Y'all funny. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, I suggest, you know, um, each and every person, you know, regardless, if, when you listen to this, make sure you, <laughs> make sure you... <laughs> Get ready, get ready, get ready. <laughs> wow. wow, 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 wow. Make sure y'all look at the scripture, pray about it, you know what I'm saying? Get your own interpretation, you know, um, test, you know, what you hear and stuff such. But yeah, so to the Molly Music situation, Molly Music's first album was a gospel album. It was straight up. Too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Praise and worship. Yeah, like all that. And so, um, you know, everybody was jamming with it. Church was hot. So I used to play that before. Oh, Lord, Just, bro, that was a big fire. I used to play that before like, all that. games, literally. 
I yeah, used to bruh. listen to that in my life. You know what I'm saying? That's all I could stomach when I first got saved. Because yeah. I, I can't <laughs> listen to secular. No, it was a lot of rappers out here. I just oh, couldn't. man. Christian rap. That's a whole nother. Yeah, we got to do a separate podcast on Christian hip hop in the state of it. That's next, next, next time. Yeah. But nah, so pretty much like... Yeah, so he came out with that album, hot, you know what I'm saying, fire, you know, doing concerts at churches and such. Yeah. And then he, and then he came out girl. with this this interview saying he's like uh, going secular, you know, or whatever. And everybody was shocked, you know what I'm saying? Shocked. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You know, he uh he, he he didn't I mean he may have not said precisely like he was going secular, but he was he said he was signing to um, he was stepping away from the gospel title, mm-hmm. you know, um, or whatever, in some kind of form. So pretty much, he was getting he was getting backlash. There, there are like uh, interviews that talk about it. So if you really wanted to know, you could just kind of look for the interviews. Right. But um, pretty much, he said something that signified that he wasn't strictly gospel anymore, mm-hmm. and so that was the basis of it. And so pretty much. He was catching heavy fire from people left and yeah, right. You know, all, but, that can, all that can really mean is maybe he just wants to write a love song. Like, yo, no, I, I, I think what it means is like, please remove the label that you guys have right. put on me. That's yeah. it. Like, yeah. and yeah. I feel like a lot of people always take that out of context. The guy never said that he's about to start making songs about you know only God knows. But the guy literally all he really wanted was for people to remove the label so he can comfortably make the music he desires to make. Because once people already know you as okay, you're a Christian rapper, or you're a Christian artist. If you want to start talking about love, or you want to start talking about like certain struggles, but you don't want to have to like make it cheesy or feel like you, oh, I gotta quote scripture or do this or do that. Like people as artists do not like labels. <laughs> like that's just one thing we don't like. Speaking from artists, you know what I'm saying. So it's just like when people decide, okay, I no longer want to be in this box. I think it's okay, it's fine, and people need to understand that. But right. I don't expect people to because they don't understand what it means because they may not be a creative. But I'm just saying, as a creative, like Moses says. And Gabe, he's also creative. We don't like labels. We like, are creatives, all right? Don't, you know. Sorry. Okay. I'm, I'm a creative. Well, well, Moses is a creative. Well, there, there's yeah. a classification of people who some get, of us who get, get fire. And some get some of us get paid and some of us don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I'm what they're trying to distinguish. I'm a professional yeah, no, creative. I'll just right. I'm also a professional creative. So, you know. But, so, you know, he says that. He has an interview saying he's, you know, like stepping away from like. The yeah. gospel title, yeah, apparently, however he said it. Apparently in that, he said his roots are still in Christianity, mm-hmm. but his music probably just won't be overtly Christian, mm-hmm. which I feel like he shouldn't have to necessarily say that. He just let his music speak for him if he's going to do it. But I feel like in saying that, he's just trying to like move away from it, kind of, right. without, think, without actually saying, like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, and I mean, the thing was, you know, he caught so much flack for it. Um, and, you know, he ended up coming out with an album after that. Uh, and most of the themes of everything that was on the, that album was Christian themes. You know, right. he had a single called Ready Ain't Fire, and, you know, you can't tell me that joint's not about spiritual warfare. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, and you, you know, fire at him, bro. Right. Spiritually, boy. <laughs> boy. That, that <laughs> Midnight Terry. African <laughs> style. Oh, my God. This guy said Terry. Anyways, so but... my mom used to bring me to Terry, bro. That's the only way I could sleep over my man's house, bro. <laughs> explain, explain, yeah, explain what, what Terry, that is, Terry, so Midnight Terry don't know. is... Um, I don't know if this is just an African culture, but... So, what, what we would have is I they would have coach. midnight prayer, and it, and it would go to, like, maybe 4 or 5 in the morning. Oh. And it would usually be, like... Night vigil. On yeah, Friday. night vigil. Yeah, night vigil. That's what we it's call, called. We call it Terry. Yeah. Friday, Friday Terry? nights at, like, 12 midnight to uh, 5 a.m. Saturday morning. So, the only way I could sleep over in my cousin's house is if I went to Terry and went home with his mom, who was also at the Terry. So, them Jones. 
you know, they going in. They're intense. Like, they going, they going in. You know, God, prayer, everyone, prayer warriors yes, for real. Yes, yeah. So, ready to aim fire, boy. Yeah, nah. I so, lost so much sleep off them joints. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but but yeah, so it was just it was just a thing of um, it was just a thing where it was just a thing where pretty much like he came out with the album and you know you kind of see it and it's like nah, this is still this is still you know like. Uh, these are still wholesome values, you know what I'm saying? The co- concept is still wholesome. And the cool thing that I guess it did for him is it allows him to open up for people like a music soul child or a John Legend mm-hmm. right. um, and gives, you know, exposure because I don't remember what artist was saying it, but they were saying pretty much when you classify as like a gospel artist, like the world um, shuts you out. And not necessarily like the world, like biblically, oh, the world, but like pretty much people just kind of like put a cap on you and your fan base only goes with so much now there can be arguments um against that and say nah like god is the one who creates your fan base or whatever but the way i was kind of thinking about it like man what if what if god like had instructed him to kind of make this announcement Mm -hmm. and go this 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 direction with the project he didn't he didn't say anything you know like that was uh against you know christian values on his project or whatever i want to listen to his new project too but um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think you know that's also a unique situation where the church kind of like lashed out. Right. But please, if you guys have any thoughts on this whole topic, you know what I'm saying, don't hesitate to mention us, email us, or whatever. Leave a review. Your thoughts on all this. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So we got time for one more topic, and this is. One we I have a new segment, folks. Oh, we got one more topic. We got the topic then the segment. We got one more topic. So, (laughs) Carl Wentz. Hillsong, New York, uh, lead pastor. If you don't know, Hillsong is a a church that started out in Australia. We're talking about a lot of churches today, actually. But yeah, Carl Wentz is is one of the, I dare say, maybe one of the most influential uh, pastors out right now. And he's been... Um, cited or he's known as the spiritual advisor for guys such as Kevin Durant, Justin Bieber, and Mm -hmm. Kyrie Irving. And his name's been in the news a lot. A lot of people know Justin Bieber canceled uh, the last part of his tour, Tour. the Purpose Tour. And then uh, Kyrie Irving just announced that he wanted to get a trade. And the news is talking about how, quote-unquote, Carl Lentz had uh, a play in that or a hand in that. So there's been a lot of of speculation. There's also... um, so he's an influential pastor hanging around with a lot of quote-unquote people would say secular. Which is cool. Secular uh, artists, quote-unquote. Which is like. a chill thing, you know what I'm saying? I think it's cool when pastors, uh, you know, like, these people are seeking guidance. And, you know, sometimes people who are big names look for big names. Right. You know, like, they may not be coming to your church. <laughs> Kanye may not be coming right. to your church in order to, you know, like, get spiritual guidance or look for the Lord. He may get, you know, big names. And sometimes it's it's cool when... I think it's cool when pastors do that, like yeah. uh, the pastor Rich Wilkerson, who married Kim and Kanye, uh, Kanye. Kim and Kanye or whatever, and his church is legit, you right. know, yeah. um, I think church. It gave him a lot of, like, looks from other people. Yeah. Right. One thing I think is, if I'm a lead pastor, da, 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 or I'm very, you know, involved in church, I don't want to just be hanging out with just church folks all the time. Right. Although, you know, they say that whoever you hang out with, you know, is, is who you're most likely to be like, but yeah. I'm not saying... 
I'll probably be around them, you know, 75% of the time, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But I don't want to just be shut out to everybody else in the world and just only be around the church world. Mm-hmm. At that point, I think I'm losing a lot of my influence. And, right. Or I'm so not, your not friends are your friends. Yeah, not losing it, but I am not capping out or I'm not uh, really doing as much as I could with the influence that I have. Mm-hmm. And it's important that, you know, sometimes it's okay to step out of your world and go influence others. You know, you're not going to just be with your church community all the time. You're going to be in the real world and... Are you going to be able to talk to people and, and have an influence on people that you can the same way in the church world that you will in the world? So that's kind of my view on it. Um, in, in reality, I feel like we just we just see these moments. Like we see snapshots, we see pictures, we see right. little clips. Yeah. So we don't know how much time Which they could spend. be an hour and a week. Yeah, that's what I'm right. saying. Yeah. We, we don't know how much time they're actually spending with each other. Right. And I have no issue. It's like <laughs> Justin Bieber, like he got saved. I mean, obviously – his walk is publicized right. so you might see him going through the motions or whatever and it's like I felt there's no issue of him hanging with Carl uh, Lentz mm-hmm. right. like he could be looked, it could be like a mentor-mentee relationship right. or whatever you mm-hmm. never really know and the fact I just felt like a lot of people were just so fixated on what these public figures do just because of the society we live in obviously right. but I feel as though I, there is no issue with it yeah I mean because mm-hmm. if you if you look at the Great Commission um, once again another scripture Matthew 28 uh, 18 be um, <laughs> but it says, uh, authority has been given to me in heaven and earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, yep. baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Pastor. But, yeah, so it says, it says you're actually, hey. wow. But, not, it, you know, like, it says go and make disciples. <laughs> so, literally, you right. can kind of look at those folks and say, oh, he's discipling. I mean, I pray to God that they're also discipling people at their own church and yeah. not just the celebrities. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, oh, yeah. yeah. But, because, uh, you know, yeah, they'll be at, at their, yeah, yeah, they'll be at their own church. Like, man, you hanging so out with KD, but. When we was going through, anyways, no there are churches out here. If man. I don't ball, I can't get no prayer. Cause. Can you imagine, right. bro? So, um, yeah, but now nah, recently he was, um, he was, he, I, there was a picture of a picture, Carl, a picture, picture. Of, a picture of, of what looked like, of what looked like, could have been water. Carl Lentz <laughs> taking shots with Justin Bieber. Could have been apple juice. Now, <laughs> now it, it it was clear, you know. So it it was either vodka or water. Um, I don't think you I'm take sure, water I'm in sure a shot glass. I'm sure it was some glass. type of alcoholic beverage. Yeah, you know, and I'm not saying. <laughs> we really don't know. I don't think. I'm not saying. We really don't see nothing wrong like that. with a little. Sorry, I'm sorry. Boy, but but not like it's it's like. I mean, bro, that the imagery is, you know, you got to think about the verse right. that tells you if yeah. eating meat causes your brother to sin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. there will be people looking at that like, oh, man. And they're thinking it's okay. Right. Carl right. is turning up. I could right. turn up, too. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I look up to him and they'll go back to, you know, kind of fall back into, you know, right. whatever. Um, and people may say, oh, no, well, that's, that's their problem. And no, it's not. Because we're called to like, you know, as believers... We have a mm-hmm. higher standard where it's like, right. oh, we, we're not only doing things for right. our, um for ourselves, but we're uh-huh. doing them for others, too. Right. And my take on that, I just feel like um, as far as what he did, like that <laughs> one action, him drinking, I don't necessarily see anything wrong with it. Right. My views on drinking, we could just discuss that at a later podcast because we'll get into that later. But um, I feel like since he's a public figure, he's obviously a walking advertisement. Mm-hmm. So people took this picture knowing that it would get a whole bunch of looks. It would right. get like a whole bunch right. of controversy right. behind it. And like, I mean, I guess because he's looked, he's in a public light so often, he should look at his actions and know, okay, I'm a walking advertisement. If I do this, how many hundreds of people are going to see this? Yeah. And be like, All right. Okay, cool. 
well, he does this and use me as like reasoning mm-hmm. for them to continue to do right. what they're doing. Um, yeah, that's for me. At the, end, there, at the end of the day, there's gonna be times where you're, of course, you're like public advertising, but at some point. All right, let me not say I that. just want to chill, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Listen, listen, listen. I love Carl Lentz, <laughs> and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say any type of judgment or nothing like that. For all I know, it could be water in a cup. You know, it's I've done that before. In the shot glass, yeah. you drink water out of a yeah, shot glass. Yeah, you just turn yeah. water to wine. Listen, listen, you know, I played in college. I played football. There's a lot of times where you know we go out, we want a championship or something. You know, team taking a shot. You know. So he, deceive, com, he deceived. He deceived his man to put wait, water wait, 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 in his car. How many championships did y'all win, though? We won the last one in my senior year. We wasn't, you know, all that. Why you try? Why you try? Why you try to cook my man, man son? Hey, hey, he got to show me this room. Can we just talk about Fermi your man? He made it seem like they out here winning championships every year. Oh my God, he got Stephen Saint. I want boss out lined up right now. We just won the championship last year. All right, go ahead. We're gonna let Moses speak. We're listening. I'm not gonna say what I did was right. You know, I took a shot of water. I knew, I understood my values, and I don't really drink. Mm-hmm. But at the camaraderie of my friends, I'm just mm-hmm. you know we won a championship, so so he's yeah. faking it. I'm not faking it, but I'm Lord. yeah. But anyways, um, I'm not gonna judge Carl yeah. Lentz. You know I don't know exactly what's in his cup, but even if I don't see it. At as the end of the day, I feel like he loafed really badly. Yeah. I was, and I here's he why. Here's Go why. Ahead. Here's why. Because it doesn't matter what was in his cup. It doesn't matter what was in his glass. Right. Right. The picture's out is. there. He yeah. Who he he's is. been what caught. Looks like. And he has to explain himself. Now, I don't know if he's explained himself yet. If there's any explanation. He has to explain himself. Trust me, he needs to. He has to. As a person in his position, he's he's held accountable. I don't know if he has to. We're looking at it really objectively. I don't think he has to. He will. No, I don't think he really has to. I mean, based on how he's going to be judged when when the day of the Lord, you know what I'm saying, is there, him as a leader, he's held leaders, pastors, are held to a higher standard of when course. it comes to, you know, quote-unquote judgment. Exactly. So he's going to be held accountable for those actions, and I think those actions can now be understood or better interpreted yeah. with explanation. Right. Yeah. Now, if he wants to run around and be like, I'm not going to explain myself, you know. Right. That's just going to make him, that's gonna gonna make him look at But knowing the type of person yeah. he is, I know he's going to No one has to do anything. Let's just put it like, no one has to do anything. No one's going to force his focal cords to say why he did it. At the end of the day, I don't think it was cool for him to even be in a bar. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, no, 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 I could. I don't think he should have been in a One little shot in one little bar. I don't think he should have been. about to write I didn't even let me finish. Was he at the whorehouse, though? We're not about to do that. No, he wasn't at the whorehouse. Let's make that same argument saying Jesus wasn't in places he should have been. But Jesus wasn't in the whorehouses. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Or a whorehouse. You see how they do me on They made the bar. My man turned water to wine, fam. I'm going to let Sam finish I, 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 I was just saying, though, before I was, uh, you know Brutally interrupted. Thank you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> it's all good. You but I, I was just saying, like, there's just certain place and environments. You, I guess it's just knowing where to be mm-hmm. at the time you should be there. Because it's just like, I'm pretty sure he wanted it th- thinking it was sweet and no one was going to catch him, you know what I'm saying, taking that shot. At the end of the day, you're a pastor. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you can't do certain things that, you know, people who are not leading a church would do. Something like drinking is, I mean, drinking is cool. Like you can do it in the privacy of your home. I, I'm not right. against that. But it's the fact that it's just the environment he was in. 
just made it a little weird. And the fact that it was with Justin Bieber, who's known for his D, what is it, DUIs and all the other nonsense that he did in the past. Right. So it's just like it's just the association with the person that he's drinking with. Now let's say if it was two pastors, you know, let's say it was Pastor Carl Lentz and Pastor Stephen Furtick, and they were taking shots together. Now I don't know. People will still you know be upset about oh why are they drinking, but I don't know. Would it be as bad if two pastors were taking shots instead of one pastor? And Justin Bieber, I think that would be worse. I think it's still wild. That would be extremely worse. No, no, I only because you can you can because like in this situation because people just like to talk. I feel like they can place blame and be like, okay, Justin Bieber with his influence probably took him there. But if you see two pastors there, it's like, okay, whose idea was this? But at the same time, it's just but then one looks like oh they're just fellowshipping in in a weird way, and then the other looks like somebody influenced the other person. So do we not being contaminated? So are we going to sit here and act like pastors don't drink? No, we're drink. not doing that. But I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying what it would look like. It would look. I feel like it would look worse if two pastors walked into a bar and took a drink. I suppose. <laughs> that sounds like a so if, if, like, we're, <laughs> if we're, if we're okay with pastors drinking, because I'm sure this. I mean, I'm no. I know pastors drink. You know. Yeah. So not it's the fact that we not all of them, but I know some of them may. You know. Yeah. But it's just like I mean, the fact that we know that. Should we? Should we really? Should we really be shocked that they're doing it in public? Or is it is it, is it wrong the fact me that personally doing the I'm not should too they only shocked. do it in the privacy of their own? If I see if I see two pastors that I know of out in public, you know, grabbing a beer or like that's chill, wine angry, little or angry orchard type, you know what I'm saying? Like I won't be off. like, oh my gosh, you know. Right, but chill, if if now Taking I see Carl Lutz taking back yeah. shots with Bieber, I would be like, whoa, so bro. Why, okay, so why? Shots. I'm the reason but why not beer. Like, what, what's the difference? So I think I think because you know, like, when you, when okay, so like, if you look at the word, the word talks about how uh, the difference between like. So there are verses, you know, like people talk justified drinking with like, oh, wine is talked about, but then hard drink in a lot of tenses, and I don't have the biblical uh, references yeah. to put out there immediately. So you know, I'm just putting that out there. Yeah. But um, there are instances where hard drink, which would, I believe would be considered as like vodka and stuff mm-hmm. like that is you know not advised mm-hmm. as you know a wise thing to do now it says oh take a little wine for your heart or something like that in, mm-hmm. in certain places um or in in a scripture or whatever um you know i wasn't prepared to quote it but <laughs> it says <laughs> you know church, like folks. yeah so you know it says it says um to do that so pretty much you know like for me i'm just thinking like okay because it has uh because one is encouraged in a form mm-hmm. you know and one is not i think it just kind of suggests what kind of drinks you should consume or whatever so like if i see see two pastors now taking back shots mm-hmm. i'm sorry but that just looks a little more i guess wild reckless you know image wise i would only be shocked because i'm thinking they know who they are type stuff i don't think i'm not necessarily shocked at the action itself i'm just shocked at like whoa why this guy who knows if somebody catches a picture of me doing this mm-hmm. People are gonna wall out. Him being cognizant of that, I don't. I'm necessarily surprised at the fact that he would still go out and do it. But maybe he's in a mode where he's honestly like, "Look, <laughs> I don't care what they think. I know who I am in Christ type stuff, and I'm gonna still do it." Because so, I mean, a lot of people have that type of look. Yeah, but Jesus yeah. didn't have that. Yeah. I'm gonna call to be like Jesus at the end of the day. So if, right. we're, if, if our lives, if our li- sorry man, I'm like Josh stumbling. If our lives are not like Jesus, because he's the only one we should be associating our lives, and not associating, but comparing our lives, as our Christians. lifestyle to yeah. as right. Christians. So at the end of the day, 
I still love Carl Lentz. Yeah. I can't say he's oh, not. Nah, he's a man. He's a great guy. We're, but we kind of are looking at it as, a, as like a respecter of a man type I think thing. we're looking because at Because he's a pastor. And, yeah, I think we're yeah. And he has that leadership. Yeah, and that's, yeah, so, that's not, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I mean, regardless, if y'all right. see me, if y'all, <laughs> if, y'all see, if y'all see me out here, you know what I'm saying, you know, like picks taking shots back in public with somebody, you know, I would, I would ask y'all to hold me accountable. Like, oh, you got picks. Like, I wouldn't, if, I, I, I myself drink, but I wouldn't say that Oh, like I wouldn't be out here just doing it lavishly and in a kind of way that now exposes it and makes it looks okay and you know yeah, like yeah. whatever you know what I'm saying I might do that in privacy, the privacy, privacy of you know whatever but this is not me encouraging drinking right. because everybody else everybody has their convictions everybody has yeah. things that they struggle with you know what I'm I feel saying? like there's so many nuances because it doesn't necessarily say. Well, in the Bible, it says drunkenness is obviously not of God. Right. But I feel like the act of drinking, I feel like there's so many levels to it. And you have to look at yourself as a Christian and be like, okay, is this like deteriorating my walk? Is this hindering my walk? Right. And if, if you know, if you're looking at it like, oh, I, I can drink, but every time you drink, something bad just happens. <laughs> yeah. You just take L's. Then you have to like understand the same thing with, with like music, same thing with places you go, same thing with everything you do. Yeah. Right, right. There's so yeah. many nuances to your spiritual walk and there's so yeah, many right. different types of Christians and so many different phases of Christianity that you can't now just walk in a straight line and think, okay, this is bad, this is good. You have to right. assess yourself and look at your heart, look at right, your right. attentions and everything, every single thing you do. Yeah, That's good, that's yeah. good. Like I said, I still love Carl Lentz. I'm thinking it's apple juice until he tells me otherwise. <laughs> and, I mean, it was clear, but... It wasn't clear. I'm looking at the picture. It's, it's, it's just not, like a red hue to it. It's not clear. It's not it's clear. clear. That's the it Let me It's not clear. It's not clear, bro. But anyways, I love how Carl Lentz loves on people. Back to you know him hanging out with all the different people. He just has he just has that clear. ability just to, to love on people that normal people wouldn't love on. You know, how many people... I mean, of course, Carl Lentz has something that is influential or attractive with Justin Bieber and all these professional players coming to him. So I just love that about him. I love how you can connect with people. But anyways, we wrapping up. We going to this last segment. It's a new thing. I'm going to let Gabe, got a little new the thing blue one, introduce it. It's lit. So, you know, we were just like, we had questions um, that came in from people that we kind of just asked, you know, like, what questions do you have that you would ask, you know, like us to answer um, on the podcast? And we'll make a way for you guys to, like, submit questions and stuff for us to talk right. about. Um, not only so you can pick our minds, but you know the minds of people who you know, like you may or may not relate to or whatever. But um, it's called the four by four, so we pick four of those questions um, and we answer them because it's four of us. So <laughs> yeah, that's why it's called the four yeah. by four. But um, yeah, uh-huh. so we'll have we have four questions um, from people, and we'll take like a short time. It'll be very like we won't do like full length discussions. Yeah, we're if, not going to go if, into yeah, it. Yeah, so if some of these become like heated or like elongated we can make them like actual topics yeah, for right. the podcast um but yeah so the four by four um our four questions so here they go i think remy gonna kick it off all right so first question we're about to, that we were asked is what is your perspective on trying to be like christ at our age and time because it is so hard to not be worldly <laughs> crying emoji so I mean, we're our age we're between the ages of 23 and soon to be 25 well gabe's 25 we're so basically quote unquote millennials, millennials in our in our yeah. mid twenties trying to figure things out. <laughs> yes. So, what is it like? I think the biggest thing is to be in the world but not of the world. And I know that's broad, but literally, like you have to be able to know that you're set apart, but not be so set apart where you lose your 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 ability to be influential to the world. Um, and that's what I think. I know 
for myself, I just need to know what my values are and what my standards are and, and stick to those because um, in this world, if you don't have values, if you don't have standards, if you don't stick to the word of God, then anything can sway you left and right and you're not going to be, you know, stable. Like, you know, it's not stable in the word of God and be like a tree. I know that sounds kind of whack. Yeah, no, nah, you're good. I th- and I think uh, just to add something real quick. Uh, you can't compare yourself. Like right. comparison will kill you. Um, uh, there's a there's a psalm like Psalm 73 that literally like David. I think it's David who's speaking. He's just like man, all these quote unquote wicked people are flourishing, and I'm mm-hmm. here serving you. And you know, like I'm not getting. You know, like my life does not look as lit. And pretty much he ends the psalm just kind of saying like I know their fate, you know, or whatever. Mm. Um, supposedly, and and you know, like you just can't really look at other people's lives. You gotta really be with you and the Lord. Like, look what look for what satisfies you. Find fellowship. I know I rededicated because I just knew that I saw that I would have help and mm. you know people. So right. there are communities there with people who look like you go through the same struggles and stuff like that. So make sure you get grounded in community um, and the correct kind. And mm-hmm. I feel like one thing you should remember is that you we all force we all fall short, and you're just we're all just humans at the end of the day. Um, with all the music that's coming out, with all the the functions with this everything that comes with being like somebody in your twenties, you can obviously stumble and fall. You can obviously question certain things you do, like like when it comes to like drinking, like 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 I said before, there's so many nuances, and you have to literally look at your life and say, is this helping me or is this hurting me? And just know what your strengths and weaknesses are. And I felt like as far as your walk goes, the only thing that's truly fatal is the unbelief of Christ. Mm. And I felt like if you really, truly believe, you really, truly love God, like everything else will fall into place. Right. Like if you want that relationship, it's going to be there. Mm. And you're going to have moments where you're like, okay, God, I loafed. I did this. God, I loafed. Mm. I was here. I was there. If you if you want to go to that concert, if you want to go to that function or whatever, just literally ask yourself, should I be here? Is this safe? And if you feel like you can do it, and if you feel like you can go, I'm not going to hold you. I'm not the guy who's going to definitely, I'm definitely not holding nobody. I'm going to tell you go, but I'm going to tell you after that, <laughs> if you loafed, you know why you loafed, honestly. You went there. Right. Right? But if you didn't loaf and you know yourself and you know what you can do, then <laughs> just do it. Right. I think you got to understand how you relate to, I'm sorry, just the last, last no, you got, response. But, um, I think you have to understand like how you relate to Christ individually. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because everyone's relationship with Christ is different. So it's just like my relationship with Gabe is different from Moses' relationship with Gabe. You know, it goes for anyone. Like someone will know you more, or not even knowing you more, but someone will have a different, I guess, culture with you know with with that other person that another person may not have. So I think it's just like kind of like finding your identity and knowing like what that is in Christ. Because, I mean, your walk with Christ is it's a walk. You know what I'm saying? It's not something that's mm-hmm. always going to be perfect. So with a walk, you may stumble, you may trip. I mean, that's why it's called a walk. It's not a sprint. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to take your that's time with it. You All know right. what I'm saying? So I feel like a lot of people, they do compare their walks to other people. And like it's kind of frustrating because I said this on the last, I think it was the last one, where we're comparing our Christian walk to other Christians yeah. instead of like just relating our lives to Christ right. and allowing him to be the standard of our lives. Yeah. So, I mean... At the end of the day, yeah, you're going to make mistakes. I mean, trials and tribulations will happen, mm-hmm. but they're meant to happen because you grow through them. Yeah, like, right. you don't know your um, the things that kind of, like, you know, may not be good for you until you experience that thing. Exactly. So it's like if you go to a concert and, you you know, you, of course, before you went there, you thought it would be all good, sweet, whatever. And then you got there and you realize, dang, this is not the environment I need it's to be in. Sweet. Then you realize that, okay, I can't go to this kind of concert. I can't listen to this kind of music. I can't watch this movie because when I do these things, I now perceive them in a way where it's not good for my spirit. Yeah, right. um, so it's just like understanding how you relate to Christ 
and just know that your relationship with him is unique and it's not going to be like anyone else's. So you cannot, you literally cannot compare. Right. And also realizing how much progression you've made. Sorry, we rapping, but we just passionate. We passionate. Realizing how much progression you made is very important because you may, because we all, we all are our biggest critics because we know ourselves for all the good and the bad, like every side, every side of the corn. Mm-hmm. But you may literally be looking at yourself like, oh my gosh, it's so hard to be worldly. But somebody may see your walk and be like, this person has made so much progress. Like, honestly, you're pro- the person who asked this question, you're probably not at that point that you were like two years ago or whatever. Right. You might, you're literally just trying to make progress. And just like we mess up and we have these failures, we're still make, pushing forward. Exactly. Through these failures, you're going to have success. Yeah. So I feel like being harder, harder on yourself and comparing yourself to others is the biggest way to take L's. So I just realize your progression, honestly. Yeah, right. that's good. So, next question. All right, that's actually me. So, it says, what actionable steps do you take to achieve your long-term and short-term goals? I mean, I guess I can start off answering this. Um, I think for me, you have to set a goal. Sam's very goal-oriented. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. Um, I wasn't always like this, though. I think it's hard. Okay, I'm going to just say this. When you know what you're passionate about, it's easier for you to make goals. When you know the kind of life you want to have, it's easier for you to make goals. If you don't have a vision, then, of course, it's going to be hard for you to make goals because you don't know what you want for yourself. Or, you you know, maybe the Lord didn't really reveal to you what that vision is just yet. And it's okay. Um, But I just felt like you should find what you're passionate about first. Or even if it's something you're not passionate about, even if it's just making a goal, like I got to do my um, my paper for my class by this day. It's just like little things like that. It's just like make action steps to how you're going to get that done. A goal of mine is, let's see. Well, now, if okay, you tell it, you a goal, tell it, a goal of mine is to get married next year, right? Oh. And I will be getting married next year. Ooh. So that, that, yeah, is, that is my goal. He's not going to go a whole podcast. <laughs> without Damn, bro. You ain't love it, bro. Wow. I know. Wow. We wow. almost you made want, it. You want to drop the date? We almost huh? made it. Anyways, Anyways, TBD. TBD. Right? TBD. Right, TBD okay. To be determined. Right, um, but that's just that's a goal. That's a short-term goal. Actually, yeah, it's considered a short-term goal. Short, technically. But technically, it's for life, But it's for life, Jali. But um, regardless, like, what am Jai-like. I doing to prepare for that? It's just, like, making sure that I'm prepared spiritually, making sure I'm prepared financially, making sure I'm, I'm prepared, like, physically. You know, it's like all these different Ooh. ways because you're going to have to be <laughs> fit in all <laughs> areas and maybe for you, especially as a man, to be able to lead a family. Um, spiritually and all these different types of ways financially these guys are really funny um, but it's just like at the end of the day it's just you're making actionable steps to make sure that you get to your goal right. exercise you know. and one verse I forget the verse because I know this is one of my boys Owen's favorite verses write the vision make it plain yes sir simple hey. shout out simple. to my boy Owen hey. you know what I'm saying he's doing the fast right now so and one thing is he just kidding <laughs> you guys just hey, advertised sir. this fast. All right. And one thing is, Anyways, wait, 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 I want to do a little. Uh, yeah. Um. If, <laughs> one minute. <laughs> All right, I got you. No. So, Thirty seconds. This <laughs> guy my time. That's the so, uh, If you ever feel like you're not motivated to do those actions, I feel like one thing that I've learned is to just pick up and just start doing whatever you feel like you can towards whatever goals you make. Yeah. If you feel like okay, I have this end goal of becoming this this writer or becoming this actor or whatever if you're just sitting there just planning it out as opposed to taking actionable steps and like actually doing them then you're probably just, you're probably never going to get to where you need to go but just, literally just going making whatever little progress you can day by day is what's going to make you actually motivated and when you see that progress like we just talked about you're going to actually want to do more right That's so good. next question how does modesty apply to men man wow as you know we're all men here I like my shorts really short. And 
<laughs> Who wears short shorts? Sam really Sam. does like, love short shorts. Yeah, so his thighs be whooping. Sorry, no. Let's get it from my mama. Oh, oh my gosh. I, I mean, I think, I think modesty applies. I think modesty applies to people uh, mm. not only... Huh. Uh, not uh-huh. only visually So then I think I need to say that Before I answer How does it apply to men So when people think modesty They only think it's like Oh uh, Is Is You know like Are her Are her Is her cleavage out You know like Or can you see a lot is Of something con? You know like And so what for guys booty do <laughs> Can you <laughs> <laughs> So you know Sometimes You like Cloud Anyways so this you know sometimes <laughs> you know sometimes sometimes you know like it's it's a thing I think with men you know you could talk about a shirt off or you could talk about you know yeah. tight t-shirts or you know what I'm saying uh, slim fitting pants with the bulge you know what I'm saying Whoa. and things of that nature oh, yeah. nah you got to be we're adults we're adults here you know what I'm saying but you know it's just a thing where it's like hey, it's not just it's not just the visual thing. Come on, come on, guys! Y'all, you gotta, you gotta get so it together. Yeah. It's the motive. So yeah, so it also like Moses, like Moses said, it's it's about motives too. You know, like what is your motive when you put this thing on? You know, there are mm. people who can't. Um, there are certain people who can't cover up what they've been blessed with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so then, blessings on blessings. you know, like, uh, you know, it's an unfortunate thing. So then it's like, okay, what does that person do? They can't just walk around with like, I don't know, a mop, like, a, trash, like hefty, you know what I'm saying? Hefty. Like they can't just, you know, so I think for guys, it, it also looks like intentions. What are your intentions when you wear this thing? Is it to stun on everybody in the whole, you know, thing or the whatever? Um, and it's not bad to stunt, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? To look good and stuff like that. But now when you're looking to, you know, flex tempt somebody people. or, you know, like, yeah, reflect on somebody or, you know, whatever, you got to really check your intentions. And I think for a guy, that's that's what it looks like. You right. know, like I'm um, having pure intentions like, yeah, I want to look good. I don't care about what people think. If I look good to me, you know, what I'm saying I look good, you know, or, you know, am I going to wear this deep V so somebody can see the taco meat? You know what I'm saying? Ooh. So it's just like, you know, shout out Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, TVs, so, so like, you know, like it's just, or am I going to wear this certain thing in order to, you know, get this, you know, whatever you got to really check your heart, you know? Right. Um, and it's, I guess it's, I can say it's cool to want to impress people, but when that's what you're living off of, you know, and stuff like that, that's when it gets really like, if that's where your validation for who you are comes from, you got, you got some work to do. Yeah, man. So I think I think you know we can we can go in depth or whatever, but I think modesty for a man just looks like that. Yeah, um, I feel like girls get frustrated because when it comes to modesty for guys, it's like it's chill, it's chill. Just you be do. humble. And yeah, work, I know. Work. I know girls who get weak, who get weak over shape ups, like a clean shape up. <laughs> That's not and my look, problem. I, gotta I know, go and, I know weeks, and I know, and I know girls. I know girls who so get weak who get weak off of a man in a, in a nice fitting suit. So you know, like it's just it's but so much you know. Um, it's but so much we they love that bald uh, bearded man too. I can't help hey, that, bro. Fam. So can't you know what I'm saying? It's just it's just things that you can do. You know, like that fresh shade, um, you can baby. and can't do. But I think all of it is like intended in the heart. But yeah. But yeah. So last question. So yeah, the last question is: uh, What are some ways you struggle with insecurity, um, and how were you able to overcome it? And I know for me. I'll be transparent with y'all, man. I've had a lot of insecurities, um, whether it was how I looked or how I how I was only able to dress or my job compared to uh, some of my other friends or um, just different things. But, you know, I realized that 
Um, and this is going to sound kind of selfish or maybe pompous a little bit, but I realized that I have my own strengths. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are things that I'm stronger than my other friends. You know, like, my friends are strong in certain things, and I'm stronger in other things. You know what I'm saying? So it sounds comparative, but it's me affirming myself where they have their strength and I have mine. So That's what makes those, us friends. Right. So the one of my friends may have a better job than me. I may be excelling in another area, you know what I'm saying? Or though uh, one of my friends, I feel like may, I guess like, oh, this person gets more attention from the opposite sex. I also have people who feel me or whatever the case is. But I think you can't really focus on um, what other people think of you. And and it's funny because I know I found myself at a point in time. I, I thought I was cool because other people thought I was cool, not because... I was affirmed by the Lord. So God's word always stands and God's word right. will always say always. that you're beautiful, you're wonderfully made, you know, and things of that nature. Um, and it's like you have to confide in that because God's word never changes. Right. Now, if you are using the opinions of man to build yourself up, you'll you give them a, the ability to now break you down. You know what I'm saying? So I realized, oh, when people said I was tight, I was happy. And when people said, oh, you know, things that I didn't like about me, I felt, then I felt sad and kind of depressed and stuff like that. And it was just like, no, I mean, I'm beautifully made. And if I want, if I like, like, if I want to change my weight or if I'm not comfortable with my weight because I'm not comfortable with it, I'm going to change it because of me. Not because, oh, somebody was like, oh, he looks this or that or whatever the case is. I mean, that's just one example, but that's kind of, that's how I kind of like, uh, overcome it by just affirming myself where the Lord loves me and mm. if I want to change something I do it based upon the fact that I am not comfortable with it mm. right that's good he said it all fellas podcast well, anyone want to add Remy um, I mean we are I mean we kind of yeah, glowed we, up right now we weren't always glowed up <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying so I mean I, I, see, I dealt I with see, insecurity a lot Go I used to get a lot of uh, black jokes you know I'm, I'm pretty dark skin. now they embrace the I melanin the now, they, now well. they love the melanin Ooh, the melanin is they don't like it they love it I remember the lights used to go off in class and people used to be like, Mo, where you at? Why are you laughing at that? That was never funny, fam. This guy, I'm sorry, I can't relate. Really. Like, I was like, still funny, boy. Call you Shadow, got Oil very, Spill, Big Black Tar, son. It got very, it was wild. It got Tell us more. Old, <laughs> still healing. You can't wear black tees nowhere, son. Hey, why you naked, you, fam? Why you, why you naked? You yeah, so, man. Well, Anyways, uh, you know the Lord is good. He renews, you know, all uh, insecurities or all imperfections. He changes them. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? But yeah, we ended. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, so we might be we over had, the time. We I felt like we should, as far you, as that insecurity question, we should just divulge more into that at like a later podcast. Yeah, yeah I still got more to say about that because and this like age in your 20s when you're really figuring it all out and when you got things like social media and you have things like just a whole bunch of people pressuring you surrounding you as far as like relationships like you got a lot of people around you getting married you're pressed to do that insecurities can just grow from stuff like that right. and I feel like that five minutes won't do that justice so we'll probably talk about that at a later date yeah and um, I wanted to give a, a shameless plug because we're at the uh, end of the podcast to the empowerment conference That's right. Um, yeah, so Shout it's gonna to be boy, yeah. So um, impact, impact now, impact now, and um, is a is a foundation that helps is is an organization that helps people to kind of like uh, grow in what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And so, pretty much, what Impact Now is doing is um, 
an empowerment conference for men. So pretty much um, it's giving men the ability to kind of be affirmed in what it looks like to be a man and what it looks like to be a man of God. Um, and we'll be having some cool speakers there. So um, it's definitely something that Project 330 is behind and yeah. we support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, fellas, definitely if you're in the DMV area, um, register and sign up at impactmen.squarespace.com. We'll put all the info in the um description or yeah. we'll, we'll probably most likely we'll be able to share on our instagram page yeah we'll, yeah. Put, we'll put it on our instagram page as well so yeah and and we'll be running a contest soon um to for somebody to get a, a yeah, free 330 a, shirt he is great at t-shirts so yeah if you're a man and you know you want a tea come through here's so, your chance definitely so the website again is impactmen.squarespace.com and ladies you know if you know some men that you know, you know, um, you know that guy you trying to get saved so he can, yeah. you know, I know somebody I got some prospects, but he just don't <laughs> love Jesus. Enough. Well, send him to impact. or you just know some guys, period. Hey, fam, you gotta <laughs> like, you send them there, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna say it one more time impactmen.squarespace.com. Uh, yes, sir. Hold on, baby. But other than that, that's the greater podcast, episode three, and we out. A whole lot of game.